the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is the Paul George Real Estate Show with your host, Paul George. Sponsored by the Paul George Real Estate Group. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. And now, here's your host, Paul George. Welcome to the Paul George Real Estate Show. I am your host, Paul George. I'm a 30-year real estate agent who helps represent people who buy, sell, and build homes in the central Ohio area. Today, we're going to talk about an important part of a real estate transaction, and um, it's it gets started there, but it goes through the life of home ownership. I think so. We're going to talk about homeowners insurance, and there is, like my industry, there's a lot going on in that industry. That's uh, a lot of changes and things. We're going to first talk about some basics, and then we're going to talk about some specific things going on, as well as some specific coverages. Um, it's funny because my brother, who is living in the house I grew up in, he owns it out right now, and he was asking me if he even needed homeowners insurance, and I was about ready to smack him, going like, "You still want to protect your investment, don't you?" But that's sometimes people start thinking that way, and it's like, "Yeah, you got to have a homeowners insurance. It's not just for the lender; it's for you as much as anybody." But anyway, before we get into the um, talk about the uh, homeowners insurance, I want to remind you of some of the services the Paul George Group offers. Um, and I say that because I was reminded last week, last couple of weeks, um, you know, we do, we help people buy, sell, buy homes. We help people sell homes. We help people uh, who want to build. Unfortunately, though, sometimes I get calls from my past clients that kind of just knock me on a dime here. Um and it's happened, like I say, three times in the last two weeks. Uh, what happens is, is that uh, a couple of my clients, all three of them actually are getting a divorce. And one of the things that uh, is needed sometimes is they need to get a current value on the home. And they, you know, they can pay for an appraisal. Um, if there's attorneys involved, sometimes they want to use that. But if they can come to an agreement on a price, we can provide that. I provide a broker's price opinion or just an opinion on price. You know, that's just one of those things you do that you hate to do, and uh, but it is one of the things we do. And sometimes, you know, if there's not a mortgage on the house, one may buy out the other. They may have to try to get a mortgage on it, and that gives them an idea of what they might need. Uh, but, it, you know, unfortunately, like I said, when you get uh, to a point where you got to start splitting up assets, um, they need a value. And that's one of the things I can do, and there's certainly no reason to pay for somebody to do it because they use the same comparables we do. Um, another situation that came up, um, I don't know if you guys know, but I may have mentioned before, I've been volunteering at Kobacker House, which is a hospice facility at uh, Riverside for the last, gosh, 25 years, I think it is. And I had one of my clients, uh, parents actually came through and, uh, afterward, uh, unfortunately their parent passed away, but their estate, uh, they needed evaluation on a property. Now, Again, sometimes that gets a little uh, difficult because they do sometimes want a professional appraisal. But this was for one of the uh, kids is purchasing the house. So there's no reason to get agents involved or, um, you know, people involved to find out what's going on. But the rest of the family needs to know how much it's worth. And, again, that's one of those things I was able to provide for them. Um, you know, another situation that um, uh, comes up is, you know, everybody – you never know it until you need it. I'm a notary. Um, feel free to call me and ask me to uh, notarize documents. You know, I just did my own. I updated my will and my um, power of attorneys and things like that because of one of my clients said, hey, I need somebody to notarize some of the paperwork here. I'm able to do that. It seems like I do car titles all the time. Uh, these are just extra things that, you know, 
I do. And as a real estate agent, you know, I want to provide something a little more than just that one time shot. So just keep that in mind when it comes to things like that you need. Um, an, an interesting thing that's been coming up lately is that uh, as if you're a buyer, one of the things you do is you give me your parameters. You say, Paul, I need four bedrooms, two and a half baths in Hilliard schools. And I want to spend between four and 500. Um, if you can get that specific, I can punch that into my multiple listing system and you automatically get mailing alerts uh, that says that, Hey, the house just came up that fits your parameters. One of the other things that's been happening is sellers want to keep an idea of what their home is worth. And they are asking me uh, situations like, hey, I live in this section of Clintonville. Can you tell me of any houses that come up? I don't want to sell right now, but I need an idea of um, the renovations that I'm doing. I don't want to overdo it for my neighborhood. And one way of keeping good track of that is to find out what houses are selling for. You know, if you've got a $350,000 house and you want to put a $100,000 renovation in your kitchen and your master bath, um, you may be pricing yourself out of the neighborhood. So I set them up on alerts, too. And uh, as a kind of funny aside, I've had a couple of uh, parents who are they're kind of focusing on a couple of neighborhoods and they want me to send them new listings that come up in a certain neighborhood because they want their kids to bring their grandkids back. So they're trying to entice them to get over there uh, in their neighborhood. So these are just some of the little things that we do over and above uh, the typical real estate things. And, you know, right now we are in the cold months and um, people don't always think about buying and selling. But those are the kind of things that we can do just not non-real estate uh, involved related here. So with that being said, I want to kind of bring it back to homeowners insurance. And I wanted to have somebody on to talk about homeowners insurance because one, I am going through a roof claim on my own house and uh, within real estate, um, one of the most popular things that seems to come up are roofs. Um, typically we do, uh, a buyer will do a home inspection on a house and, you know, sellers don't know if there's an issue with the roof until somebody inspects it or there's a leak. And a lot of times there's not leaks, but there might be damage to a roof. So that's one of the things that we are going to talk about. Um, before we do that, we're going to start talking a little bit about just some of the basics of homeowners insurance. And again, that's part of a real estate transaction, but it's not necessarily specific to real estate transactions. You're going to want to know um, what's going on with the homeowners insurance industry, just like I want to know what's going on in the real estate uh, situations uh, that are coming up right now. So we're going to go into the break, but I do want to remind you, as I do every week, that this show, once we get done with this, it uh, downloads as a podcast. And if you get your podcast from Google Play, if you get your podcast from iTunes, you can do that. You can look up uh, some of the past episodes. You know, we talk to appraisers, we talk to homeowners insurance people. Um, so download those if you want more information. We'll be right back. Navigating the complexities of the current real estate market can be a daunting task. Fortunately, you have a trusted ally, the Paul George Group of Keller Williams Greater Columbus Realty. From the moment you start your journey, the Paul George Group with over 30 years of experience will be right beside you, guiding you through every step of the process, whether it's finding the perfect home or building, skillfully negotiating on your behalf, working with lenders, managing inspections, or handling title matters, their expertise ensures your best interests are always at heart. Don't hesitate to take the first step towards your real estate goals. Reach out to the Paul George Group for a no-obligation consultation. Call 614-570-2853. That's 614-570-2853. Or email paul at paulgeorgerealestate.com. When it comes to making informed decisions in the real estate world, trust the Paul George Group to lead the way. Submit your questions for the show to Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. That's Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. Now back to your host, Paul George. Welcome back to the Paul George Real Estate Show. And again, I'm your host, Paul George. 
And if you get a chance, uh, check us out on Facebook. We are the Paul George Real Estate Show or the Paul George Real Estate Group. Look us up on Facebook and give us a like. That helps um, broaden our our reach a little bit, and uh, it's nice. You can kind of keep up on what's going on with us here. As I mentioned, today we're going to talk about homeowners insurance, and I have a guest of a um, a representative from an insurance company, the one that I actually use. So that's why I wanted to have him in here. But uh, today I'm going to introduce Aaron Rumpf. He's with the Levitt Group. And Aaron, say hello and kind of tell tell me a quick little thing about yourself and about what you guys do. Well, thank you for having me, Paul. This is a great opportunity and happy to speak with all of your listening audience. My name is Aaron Rumpf. I represent today the Levitt Group Midwest. We are part of a insurance brokerage group, one of the largest in the country, and We've been taking care of your own personal insurance needs for many years now. So again, we appreciate this partnership, but uh, I have about 10 years experience in the industry, but I represent uh, a senior agent who has about 40 years. And uh, as we'll probably talk about today, he primarily was representing one insurance carrier. And then in time recently through choices outside of our control, we became an independent insurance agency and joined the Levitt group, which now gives us more opportunities to serve your listening audience, and we'll talk about that today. Well, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, some of the changes that has gone on in the real estate industry. Real estate, there you go again, homeowners insurance, uh, insurance industry, but specifically homeowners. Um, again, when I started with it's Bob Smith is the, um, the guy that I started with a zillion years ago, I think it was. He was pretty much locked into Nationwide. Tell me how that has evolved into what you were kind of, touching on there a little bit. Certainly. Well, first I'll check our records to see if it's true that you've been a client for a zillion years. <laughs> Put that Z on there. Certainly a number. So about three years ago, three and a half years ago, Nationwide Insurance, who we've primarily represented for decades, made a business model decision to get away from the exclusive model, meaning that our agency, we had the choice and still do absolutely represent Nationwide Insurance. But, had the opportunity at that point to join a larger group as we are now independent and partner with other companies and insurance carriers who might serve greater needs. And so it's given us the opportunity to not be painted in one corner. You know, if you or someone from your audience has an issue that one carrier can't handle or prefers not to handle, we now have the option to go to other companies that could in fact, cover that need. But it's the industry has changed very quickly. Um, we can get into some specifics, but we're pleased now to be independent because every time we think that we got a fix on one company and they're almost invincible in covering needs, they drop out of a particular market, and now we have the option to still cover our folks. And I can talk about that firsthand since I have a second home in Florida. So <laughs> we know what's been going on down there with hurricanes and things like that. Within my industry, real estate, there's always things going on. There's hot button issues. We're always, somebody asks me about real estate, they start talking about interest rates. Are we talking about the housing shortage? Uh, what's kind of the buzz going on in insurance right now? What's kind of the hot topics? Uh, I think we touched on a little bit with roofs, but... What else? What other kind of things are going on? Well, quickly, I will point out to the listing audience, roofs are an exceptionally big focal point for the carriers now. It's become so costly for these insurance conglomerates to pay out these roofing claims, particularly here in the Midwest where there's a lot of wind storms and things of that nature, to where the companies don't want to become insolvent. They don't want to not be able to pay their bills, so they're having to remove themselves from markets. And one way that they can do that is by you know raising prices. But another one is they sort of funnel their uh, eligibility requirements. And with roofs, it's getting to the point where if a roof is older than 15 years, insurance carriers don't even want to write the business altogether, which creates a real issue for folks who already have policies, they've been comfortable in their homes for some time, and now uh, are becoming ineligible for even renewals from their current companies. So uh, that's... That's one of the buzzes going on right now. Yes, that's a big one. Uh, Another one is, starting in COVID time, with all the logistics, all 
getting wood and materials from point A to point B became so out of whack, so to speak, that the supply costs went up exponentially. So, for instance, a home, its market value didn't change at all, but the home owner's insurance premium went up exponentially, and they call us and say, what in the world is going on here? And we have to explain to them, well, unfortunately, the cost of wood or slate or whatever materials we need for your home have gone up so much, and and we can actually point to that. Uh, So it's not just hearsay from the insurance carrier, but in fact, a lot of these insurance companies are sending out PDF memos for us to send to the clients that say, listen, we know it's you're going to be facing these tough conversations. Here's actual stats. And, you know, we've gotten that from almost every carrier we represent. If a client says, what's the issue? Why is the premium going up so much? Here's the labor and statistic things and, and so on and so forth. They're all changing very, very quickly. That's, you know, and again, that's touching everybody the way something like that goes. Um, you guys, we have um, people who regulate us basically say you can do this and you can't do that. Do you guys have anybody that regulates the industry? Because you can't just say, you know what, I'm going to quit. Um, I'm going to quit covering people or I'm going to quit covering this area. Is there any any backdrop other than market forces that says that you can or cannot do that? Absolutely. That's a great question, Paul. So the Department of Insurance, each state has their own. So if an insurance carrier says, we got to get out of this market or we need to raise rates radically, they can't just do that overnight. They have to petition to have those things change. And so that's what we're seeing from our point of view is that no insurance carrier wants to get out of the market altogether. So they just make their eligibility requirements very, very strict. Um, in order to serve and stay financially sound, the trouble is, is for all the existing clients or folks looking to acquire new homes that might be a little bit older or a little bit more niche, they don't have anywhere to go now. They go to their knock on the door of their current company and the company says, we're not interested anymore. So it's it's a very topsy-turvy market right now from the insurance standpoint. Again, I know this isn't your expertise, but I'm – like I said, my second home in Florida is a condominium complex that was affected by the hurricanes and they've had hurricanes before that. And I think the state actually runs some the, the one I have right now is run by the state. It's a private company, but they regulate it because of, they got so many claims and they've got, you know, it went upside down. It was one of those 500 year things that they just, you can't plan for that. Um, so I understand that, but you know, the whole purpose of insurance is to have insurance, whether it's going to be this expensive or that expensive. we got to figure out some sort of happy median in there. You know, one of the things we're all uh, exposed to is all these huge insurance companies advertising and a lot of goofy advertising and things like that. Um, you know, we've seen the green salamander or whatever that Geico, I guess it is. That's the name <laughs> of it. Yeah. And Nationwide does their own thing as well. Um are they all consolidating into one big company? You know, uh, you know, Jake from State Farm is all over my ears here anymore. And um, are they just all consolidating? Is that what they can do? Or is there still, like say, these under the radar companies that are not spending, you know, half of their budget on marketing and things? Well, an interesting point is even some of these mainline carriers are creating their own subdivisions. So they have a direct market where you can go online and buy your own policy and you got the lizards and you got (laughs) so on and so forth mascot. But even some of those companies are reallocating some of their marketing monies into different versions of the same company that just goes through independent agencies. And so that's what we've been getting involved in is some of those aspects, because when we outside of our control went away from the exclusive model and now we're independent, we're brokers and we can, touch on a lot of companies, our goal was to give a, a consistent experience to all of our current clientele. So again, if they had something that company A that we used to serve can't take care of anymore, we don't want to move them to company B and then have a disjointed experience where maybe uh, it's much cheaper, but the claims process is abysmal. Um, Sometimes you can't get in touch with customer service department and you're calling overseas and things like that. 
we would rather get away from the gimmicks and the mascots and focus more on the ones who give the proper service and more consistency overall. And so that's where we've found ourselves. Hey, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with uh, Aaron Rumpf from Levitt. Is it Levitt Midwest or Levitt Insurance Midwest? Levitt Group is the big brokerage company. We're specifically Midwest here in central Ohio. But you had mentioned Florida. Our footprint does expand to most states. So we can handle handle those. All right. Well, let's get into some of the the basics um, of homeowners insurance. And, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of people who are transitioning from renting to homeowners insurance. What's the difference between renter's insurance and homeowner's insurance? Yeah, that's a great question. Many of the coverages will be similar, uh, but when you get into homeowners, the thing to consider is uh, speaking to your relative who recently said, hey, maybe I should just back out of having homeowner's insurance altogether. There's so many things that it can cover beyond just even the structure itself. So let's kind of run through those. I was going to say, that's my next question. So tell me. Some of the basics that it would cover. Certainly you're going to have coverage for the home itself, whatever that's valued at. You would also have coverage for the contents inside. And keep in mind real quick, all these things, uh, there's not one limit and each one has its own limit. So there's so many things that can congruently be paid out if there was a major claim. There's a tornado that goes through, uh, a fire that causes a total loss. It's not just the structure. It's not just the contents. It's any detached structures in your yard, uh, medical payments to others, even if it's not your fault. So you can kind of keep things out of the court system and that can protect your assets as well in a real simple way. And then lastly, liability. So again, to anyone who's considering not having homeowners insurance, be mindful that the liability, what would pay out if you get sued for something is not necessarily just if someone slips on the sidewalk that you forgot to shovel the snow off of, but you could be in theory walking down a stairwell in some public building and you bump into someone else and they trip and fall and break their arm, heaven forbid. And they sue you because there's witnesses. You clearly weren't paying attention, probably texting and not looking where you were going. That never happens. (laughs) And your homeowner's insurance could actually pick that up. They could go in the courts, they could represent you and, you know, get that person taken care of for the mistake that you made. And it'd be water under the bridge after that. Hmm. You get rid of your homeowner's insurance. It's not just, hey, my home is paid for. I don't need that anymore. But there's so many other uh, things that would be included as well. That's again, that's why you're here, because that's something you didn't know. Um, Most of my situations when people have to when they buy a home, they have they're required to get homeowner's insurance. Is there minimums that a lender would require of what would need to be covered value wise or things that would be covered. And I know it's less than what an actual owner would want. What's the difference? Yeah, it's a great question. So when many people think of homeowners insurance, specifically from the lender's point of view, what they're looking at is just to cover the loan. So let's say that you buy a house for $300,000 or that's what you owe on the loan after you've paid your down payment. That's really what the mortgage provider is looking to have covered. However, insurance companies, we're looking at it from a replacement cost standpoint. So what we're interested in is if your home, again, was to, heaven forbid, burn all the way down because of a fire, accidental, it's a covered loss, they're going to rebuild it. They want to know how much is it going to cost, including debris removal, to remove the old house, get the foundation squared up, and then rebuild that exact same house the market value and the reconstruction cost can be two totally different numbers. And so that's where it's good to have an agency that you know you can trust because we're looking into those things ourselves. So we understand the difference between the two. And so we're going to go to an auditor's website. We're going to make sure that we have the correct square footage and all the um, specifics to the home. And we're going to do that on our own before we even start the quoting process. So whether we're going through company A, B, C, or D, we already know as the agency what the home is actually worth before we ever even start quoting. And so um, that's a key thing to keep keep in mind. But as far as what the listening audience would need to bring to the table, know who your mortgage company is. Mm-hmm. If you got a loan number, that's great for the insurance agency to throw that into um, a policy. They would want that. But honestly, once we have the address, the dates of birth of the homeowners, we really can get started pretty quickly in determining uh, 
the value of the home and how to quote that out properly. When we sell a house, we typically make a contingent on a home inspection. Do you guys inspect homes physically before you would insure something? Do So the industry used to dictate that we needed to do that. In fact, we couldn't even bind or publish a homeowner's policy until we had taken pictures of the four corners of the house and climbed up on a ladder and looked at the roof. That's pretty efficient. Technology sort of got us away from that to where we didn't need to do that for the last 10, 15 years. And then just in the last 6 to 12 months, because of this eligibility decline, this funneling down, now, all of a sudden, they want us to do the same things again, but it's sort of a hybrid. So it may not be us as the agents who are going out to the home, but the carriers themselves, they're sending drones out and yep. they're looking at those roofs. <laughs> yeah. They're checking it out. Hey, this does, hey, they said it was a 12 year old roof. This looks like a 30 year old roof. <laughs> so they're, they're not even allowing the coverages to be instated until that, that's done. So that's a total change and that's a brand new thing. Well, that's interesting. That's another thing I didn't know, thing to worry about here. So, hey, um, it, remember, if you're thinking about selling a home in the near future, like I said, this is the cold months out. One of the things I do is I do a lot of appointments where we prepare people or tell them how to prepare for a spring market or summer market, which I think in 2024 is just going to be booming. Um, so talk to us now so you can kind of get ready for that. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. I've still barely touched the surface so we'll be right back visit the paul george real estate group at paulgeorgerealestate.com that's paulgeorgerealestate.com now back to your host paul george welcome back to the paul george real estate show and again i'm guest paul george yes i'm your host paul george i have a guest aaron rumpf here um he is with a Levitt Insurance, Levitt Midwest Insurance Brokerage. Is that the proper word? Bob's going to kill me, I'm telling you. He's not going to get this right. So, We are the Levitt Group Midwest. We're a division here in central Ohio representing Levitt, which is a national conglomerate of one of the top five brokerages. And we have a footprint ourselves. So if folks live in central Ohio, have second homes in other states, we can accommodate that. But Levitt Group Midwest. Good. All right. Well, before we get back to homeowners insurance, I wanted to see if the audience can get to know you a little bit better. Tell me a little bit more about your family. You said you live locally here. Um, tell me what you did before you got into got into home insurance. I keep wanting to say homeowners insurance, but insurance is kind of a broad topic there. Tell Absolutely. me a little bit about it. Thank you. So my wife and I, we moved from Northwest Ohio, Toledo area about 12 years ago, and we've always lived in the northwest quadrant of central Ohio, in Hilliard specifically. And we have a second grader, a fifth grader, so schools were very important to us. So we worked with our realtor some years ago, before I met you, Paul. No, don't worry about it. I, I get that all the time. And it was important for us to find a good district, and so we did that. We settled on Hilliard, and we've stayed there uh, ever since. But before I got into insurance proper, I was actually in property management. So I worked still dealing with homes and realty here in central Ohio. But it was a, a natural fit. A colleague of mine defected from property management, went into insurance specifically for the big building with the eagle on it in downtown Columbus mm -hmm. uh, hmm. about a decade ago. Yeah. And then about five years ago, I got the opportunity to switch from the corporate world to the brick and mortar. It was important to me to have good work-life balance, but also it's been fun to get to know the folks locally that I live with, live near, serve. Good. It's been a good fit. Yeah, it, it is a nice transition um, for that. Um, and it sounds like you've gravitated towards that, and I got a feeling you're going to be doing this for a while. Hey, I always ask um, – my guess one question and at least one question, but this one is the one I like to hear. But if you could learn any skill instantly or just learn something without having to take any training, or if you could get one talent without any training, what would that be? That's a great question. An interesting one, <laughs> but I think I have an answer pretty quickly. I would love to be able to understand other languages without having to learn them. 
So it fits the motif. I'm all about getting to know folks on a one-to-one basis, and that's helpful with the independent agency. But one block would be if there's a language barrier. So actually, my children and I, actually, it's a family affair, my wife included, we're all doing the Duolingo app and learning Spanish as we speak. So we're on 53 days straight of learning Spanish every day. So hopefully that can help. A new way of doing that. You are the second person in a row that said that same thing. No kidding. Yeah, second person. So interesting. Well, let's get back to a little bit about homeowner's insurance. I want to go back to a couple of questions I didn't get to before. Um, When people are getting homeowner's insurance, I always heard that (laughs) – Hey, if you live close to a fire hydrant, uh, you'll get a discount. What are some of the discounts people can get on homeowners insurance? There, oh, he's thinking about it. You, you got me. Well, again, it's this recent thing where the industry has changed so radically in the last two to three years. It's hard to almost keep up with, which is why you should have a good agency yeah. that keeps up with all these things. But. Uh, technology is really, Paul, what, what's changed. So water damage tends to be the biggest threat to a home out in central Ohio, outside of wind, outside of fire, mm-hmm. water is going to be next. And so technology has advanced so quickly that now for relatively inexpensive price points, you can get water detection systems that are app based, Wi-Fi based that you can plug into pipes and things in your basement. If you have a basement, that can alert you quickly that there's an active water leak. And it could be the difference of you finding out a week later or a day later or five minutes later, which commensurately is the difference between $50,000 claim, $10,000 claim, or 250 bucks at Home Depot or the equivalent that you can fix yourself. So those discounts are pretty radical right now uh, as far as the amount of money that you could save. Goodness. So water detection systems, really any kind of reporting alert system, whether it be for burglars, whether it be for, oh, goodness. I would say those really are probably the two biggest ones. Reporting for fire and burglar that goes out to a third-party monitoring system, ideally one that reports directly to the police. So if it is a burglary situation, cops can be out very quickly. But it's those technologies, these uh, alert systems, particularly the water one, that seems to be uh, well, most funny because, you know, my next question was before that came up was uh, Columbus is a basement community and basements attract water. And, you know, what kind of coverage is so you've got the discount for the alert system. But one of the things people always get confused at when they talk to me is, do I need flood insurance? And there's two totally different things, because I think in their mind, sometimes they think if their basement floods. And another one, like, you know, if you're in a flood zone, you have to get a different type of flood insurance. Tell me what the difference is and what people can, what people need, I guess, to say. With water being sort of a focal point outside of roofs for these insurance carriers, it is good to talk about. So with water, if it comes from the heavens, that's just going to be a general water claim. So Somehow there's a big windstorm, it rips a couple of shingles off, water gets in, that's going to be a pretty standard coverage that most policies would cover. However, as we all know, there's a lot of other incidents where water could affect your home that are generally not covered. So it's important to talk about those. So flood being the biggest one is a whole separate beast, so to speak. It's underscored by FEMA, by the government, and the a definition is typically standing water on two adjacent properties. So it's going to be like heavy rains for quite some time. And the misnomer out there is folks say, Hey, I'm not in a flood zone, so I didn't need flood insurance. So I'm just going to skip it. My mortgage provider is not requiring it of me. So why bother? Well, you can go to floodsmart.gov and you can see the stats that are readily available there in which even homes that are not in a flood zone still have a very much higher than zero or 1%, maybe as much as 25% chance of having a flood claim within the life of a typical homeowner if they stay in the same home for a certain amount of time. So that is something to consider. And any agency that's worth its salt would be able to talk through that and mention what the price points would be. Now, the good thing too is if you 
elect to take flood insurance and you're not in a direct heavy-hitting flood zone, it's relatively affordable and it is a good option. But the last water claim type that I want to get into is what happens when you have a child who flushes the teddy bear down the toilet and the toilet overflows. What happens, like we mentioned, if you don't have that detection system and you got a, a pipe that starts leaking in the basement? A lot of times that's not covered unless you endorse it, meaning you sort of upgrade your standard policy to cover that. And that's absolutely something that an agency should be going over each time. Each one of these different events that are water-related have different coverages that they need, and we would want to have those all included in a homeowner's policy. When we sell a home, they have to do a residential property disclosure, and probably the most common thing I see for water intrusion is the sump pump fails, and they've got an inch of water in the basement. Is that something that needs to be endorsed, or is that something that's included with the coverage? Absolutely needs to be endorsed. Endorsed. Okay. Great, great point. It's called water and sewer backup, typically, for most of the carriers. The entry-level coverage is about five grand worth of coverage, which if you have even a semi-finished basement, now remember, it's generally not included in the first place. So if someone's mm. just trying to get you the cheapest home insurance quotes, they're probably going to leave that off because that's another 50 or $100 a year on just one coverage feature. But then even if you do have it, they might just elect to give you the smallest amount and say, hey, at least we offered something. But Man, if you have even a partially finished basement, which my my wife and I do, uh, excuse me, we did in our, our last home, uh, goodness, we had it priced out of what it would cost to repair. It's going to be well over the five grand. So not only do we need to be considerate, the consumers out there listening need to be considerate of having the right coverages, but the right amount of coverages. Again, those questions that never come up until it's too late sometimes, so we're going to try to tackle them early here. So, hey, if you're just tuning in again, I'm Paul George, and this is the Paul George Real Estate Show, and I'm talking with Aaron Rumpf, um, who basically is an insurance broker. He works for an insurance broker. I won't get with the Levitt Midwest Insurance Brokerage. How close am I getting here? You are dialing it right in. I'm getting close, yeah. A little bit of back about some of the coverages and things like that we were kind of getting into. Again, this question came up. It, two different things come up on a home inspection. One of the things we talked about a little bit was the roof, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But another one is, um, you know, sellers never get up in their attic. They go up, the home inspector goes up there, and it's filled with mold. Um, is there any kind of coverage for that type of mold? And then... Let me ask you about another type where water gets behind the windows and there's mold there. Is that part of a homeowner's insurance policy or is that another endorsement kind of thing? Excellent talking point. When we get into mold and things like that, let's just zoom out. From a high level, insurance is generally there to protect you against sudden events. So mold, as we all know, is not a sudden event. However, it's so pervasive out there. And as you mentioned, Paul, it's important to folks. Some of the insurance carriers are providing coverage for that if you endorse the upgrade, but it can be costly because, again, that sort of long-term damage to a home is not sudden, not accidental. It can be accidental, but certainly not sudden. And so it's going to cost a lot more to pay out. What I would say is if you're looking into a home to purchase – talking with Paul and his folks and and looking at these homes to purchase for yourself, really do your due diligence on the condition of the home. Don't just assume that a general inspection is enough. Be Don't be afraid to ask the questions. If you know that the home's a little bit older, it's in the right location, it's got all the right features, but it is an older home, ask those extra questions or talk Talk to your realtor, talk to your insurance person about uh, some of the nitty gritty, because if it's not sudden and accidental and you don't have it endorsed on your policy, we would hate for anyone to buy a lemon, basically is what it's coming down to. You don't want to buy this excellent house. You got a great price on it. It's all the things that you want, but guess what? You have that claim and it's going to be 50 grand and no insurance company is going to pay for it, including the one that you happen to be covered by. Uh, that's a 
That's a bad day. Yeah. And we just went through a period of the real estate frenzy where people were kind of lax on looking for those things and they kind of settled for things because they were just happy to get something, but they didn't put it in their budget that they may need the roof or they may need to mitigate for the mold or something like that. So going back to probably the most common thing I see within my industry, they do the general home inspection and they finally somebody gets up there and says that, Hey, it looks like you've had some damage, whether it's hail, whether it's wind, uh, but the roof's not leaking. You need to call your insurance company and that starts the whole process of an adjuster or a third party company or somebody comes out to assess it. Tell me what that process is like with the carriers you have. And just so you know, we've got about two minutes to give me an answer on that, but we'll come back to it after the break as well. Sure. So the first thing I would say is when you're looking to purchase a home in the first place, it is a great idea to look at the roof when you go out on property. And I'll tell you, before I got into this industry, I was not doing that. So take it from me as someone who is now in the industry, Paul, yourself, and, and any of your clients and folks listening out there, what you want to look for is if you see a roof that has discoloration, it might have the algae moss type of stuff growing on it. Uh, you see missing tiles, uh, shingles. You see a mismatch of one roof is this color and then the back roof is another color. You really want to watch out for that because that's a pretty good indication that the roof is older and or likely to fail some of these companies onboarding experiences. There's, we're not even going to take this whatsoever. Now, once the policy is active, then if there's a claim situation, again, these carriers now with technology, they're sending drones out. They're looking themselves. So they're not leaving it to chance or just basing decisions on good faith or however the policy was written a month ago or 11 years ago. They're going to go out and they're going to determine themselves what situation, what the situation is with the roof itself. So be mindful of looking for those things. And I would even say just ask how old the, the roof is. And if someone's not sure, make sure you get an answer before you go into that purchase process. Well, that's definitely one of the questions the uh, inspector answers. And a lot of times it's on the property disclosure. Hey, we got one 13 years ago when we had the storms or something like that. And then you can kind of assess it from there. But once we get to that point, I do want to come back to it and talk a little bit more about uh, once you find something on there, what happens, what that process is. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to share my tip of the week. And this time, um, it's going to have a little bit to do with the winter months, that type of thing. Um, and don't forget to check out our websites, uh, the Paul George Real Estate Group.com or halfthebeatles.com. So get on those and learn a little bit more. We'll be right back. Navigating the complexities of the current real estate market can be a daunting task. Fortunately, you have a trusted ally, the Paul George Group of Keller Williams Greater Columbus Realty. From the moment you start your journey, the Paul George Group with over 30 years of experience will be right beside you, guiding you through every step of the process, whether it's finding the perfect home or building, skillfully negotiating on your behalf, working with lenders, managing inspections, or handling title matters, their expertise in ensures your best interests are always at heart. Don't hesitate to take the first step towards your real estate goals. Reach out to the Paul George Group for a no-obligation consultation. Call 614-570-2853. That's 614-570-2853. Or email paul at paulgeorgerealestate.com. When it comes to making informed decisions in the real estate world, trust the Paul George Group to lead the way. Submit your questions for the show to Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. That's Paul at PaulGeorgeRealEstate.com. Now back to your host, Paul George. Welcome back to the Paul George Real Estate Show. Again, I'm your host, Paul George. We are talking about homeowners insurance with Aaron Rump here. Hey, before I get back to Aaron, I just wanted to give you a real quick uh, tip of the week. Again, we are getting into the winter months. And again, I just want to remind you, 
Um, walk around your house. If you see your hoses are still attached to the outside, unscrew them. Uh, take them off there. We don't want any, those spigots to freeze up. Uh, you can also go to Home Depot. They have those styrofoam covers on those things that are um, that you can hang on there. One other thing, too, is if you see that it's going to get really, really cold, like below zero, again, Columbus is a basement community. Most of us, the house is built in the late 60s and such. They all have sump pumps in them. And that sump pump just charges the water, and it goes into conductor lines that usually take the water out to the street. And if you have that situation, there's a plug on your sump pump that's by your house. Just unplug that so it doesn't go into your conductor lines. It just shoots straight out. It's a temporary fix, but it keeps things from uh, freezing in the ground and backing up. And, again, those are for real extreme temperatures. So back with Aaron, we were talking a little bit about roofs and, you know, during the break we were talking a little bit about within my industry when we have that home inspection. Um, I don't, roofers are, they come out of the woodwork when somebody needs a roof. Uh, everybody says, yeah, we can get you a brand new roof. We're just going to call the insurance company um, and we'll definitely get you one. And I know for a fact that is not the case as much anymore. There seemed to be a time 10 years ago when we had some, bad storms going through here that we'd get fly-by-night roofers in there. And most of the times the insurance companies didn't hesitate to write that check. Uh, but now it's a little bit different. Kind of tell me what the process is, Aaron, uh, for getting a roof evaluated and then maybe replaced or repaired. What's the difference? Absolutely. So the companies now, if there's an event and it's been determined there's going to be a claim that is filed, with the insurance company to repair the roof. First thing is, it seems that most of the insurance carriers, if I didn't mention already, are kind of honing in on the 15-year range for a roof. Now, not just will we write the business if it's older than 15, but specifically here for claim situations, okay, the policy has been active for years, but now the roof is 18 years old. You know, the policy has been active for eight years when it was um, eligible, now the insurance company wouldn't even write it. And so the difference, Paul, is that instead of the older roofs, older than 15, in most cases with many companies, is they will not pay for the roof at replacement cost where they're just making you whole and bringing it back up to snuff, 100% brand new roof, but now they're going to do actual cash value. They're depreciating it. So, yeah, we'll 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 fulfill your claim for your 18 year old roof, but now maybe we only pay you 60% of the full roof. And so when folks are getting into the situation of budgeting out for their near and long-term future, when they're buying houses, they need to consider again, how important it is for some of these mainline things, roof, the example we're talking about now, because yes, maybe you're getting a great deal on the home, but it could be very costly very soon down the road. So you really don't want to be in an actual cash value payout situation. So the newer, the better there. But there are companies, and we represent a few of those, who will, for an endorsement, an upgrade to your policy, will do matching roof and siding. So you have an event. Now you don't have to worry about you have the mismatched colors or whatever mm-hmm. else. In many cases, they will just repair the whole roof outright regardless, which is an excellent thing. You don't want to be that neighbor that you have a half new roof and a half old roof and it's two different colors and now you're going to have trouble with the older half of the roof down the road. There are ways you can upgrade your policy to have the complete take the complete reconstruction of a roof to the degree that you would want it at a reasonable cost. It will cost you annually on the policy, but Long term, it's a much better investment. Things like that are important to know. Just, and again, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if let's say you have a a twenty thousand dollar roof on there, how much more would that might that cost for an endorsement to get a full? And yeah. again, I know it depends on the company and things. Certainly, are we talking a hundred dollars a year? Or are we talking a thousand dollars a year? No. It's, yeah, fifty to a hundred dollars, things okay. like that. That's reasonable, I think. (laughs) As a consumer myself, and this is how I play things out to to my clients, our clients, there's the Cadillac shoppers who have the money, the resources, want the best of everything. There's the economical folks who just want the cheapest thing no matter what. And then there's the value shoppers in the middle, and that's me. So when we're quoting out these uh, policies, we're looking for what are the most 
things that we can add for reasonable costs that would really embellish and make this policy better. That's going to cover you for things that you weren't even thinking about. And the match roofing and siding replacement cost, full replacement costs for your roof are great things to have with regards to roof. And maybe something we haven't talked about yet. That's important post claim. Keep this in mind too. I mentioned earlier that a lot of these companies are looking for ways to reduce their eligibility or increase their eligibility requirements. They're reducing how many policies they'll write and uh, or keep active. And one of the ways they're doing that is it used to be you could have a claim, two claims in your home in the same three to five year period. No problem. You've been a long term client with company XYZ. They're going to keep you. They might give you a little penalty rate moving forward for having too many claims. Well, what's happened now in that same, you know, two year period or so is now they're saying we're not even going to renew you. So folks who've had 40 years straight of paying their insurance premiums year over year over year, they're like, well, I haven't made a claim forever. So I'm just going to file these two back to back. Those companies aren't even offering them business anymore. And then when they come to us and they say, Aaron, Levitt Group Midwest, help. We don't even have options. We might have to put folks like that into um, what's called the Ohio Fair Plan, which is just generic insurance that covers the bare minimum. So, again, when you're lo- out there looking for your new homes, be considerate of things that you can um, do to reduce your future costs. And insurance is a big part of that. Well, again, Aaron, I've run out of time and I've got three more pages of questions. But, uh, hey, if people want to get a hold of you, find out, consult a little bit about their insurance or maybe even get a quote. How do they find Aaron Rump? The easiest way is just to go to our website, which is www.levitt.com. And that's L-E-A-V-I-T-T.com slash Midwest. You can get there just from levitt.com and then click on the U.S. map. But levitt.com Midwest would be great. We'd be happy to serve you. Well, again, I'm a client and I'm 100% behind these guys. So give them a call. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. This has been the Paul George Real Estate Show with your host, Paul George. Sponsored by the Paul George Real Estate Group. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Tune in next week for an all-new episode of the Paul George Real Estate Show. And follow Paul online at paulgeorgerealestate.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.